I hate the fact that it's cool to be black these days. Good. I hate this hip-hop fucking influence on white fucking suburbia. Good. And I hate Tabitha Soren and all her Zionist MTV fucking pigs telling us we should get along. Save the rhetorical bullshit, Hillary Rodham Clinton, because it ain't gonna fucking happen. Open our eyes. Ooh, the storm is My very life today. If I don't get some shelter, oh yeah, I'm gonna fail you. Every night, thousands of these parasites stream across the border. It's just a shot away. Two million illegal immigrants bedding down in this state tonight. million dollars just to lock up a bunch of illegal immigrants, criminals. There's nothing funny going on here. This is about your life and mine. Statue of Liberty, it says, give me your tired, your hungry, your poor. Well, it's Americans who are tired and hungry and poor. And I say until you take care of that, close the fucking book. going on and I don't see anybody doing anything about it. And he fucking pisses me off. This isn't our fucking neighborhood, it's a battlefield.
Good motherfucking evening, everybody. <laughs> uh, how's everybody doing, man? Thank you all very much for being here. It's been a hell of a fucking week for me, man. Uh, work has been something else, man. We didn't get I didn't get off till seven o'clock in the fucking evening the other night. Uh, from work, seven thirty actually, I think. Before we fucking got home, uh, just a brutal fucking night. Uh, working at this building. I want to tell you guys what I've been doing all fucking week. And why it's been so miserable. I shouldn't say miserable. It was fun to do. Just a fucking pain in the ass, man. Uh, you know, these buildings, uh, when they're built way back in the day like that, they don't, uh, they don't update the buildings as they should. <clears throat> so uh, it ends up being a huge clusterfuck when they try to come back and uh, open it. Or, I mean, I'm sorry, up. Uh, I got a few things to talk about. Not a whole lot. Uh, this is one of my favorite things. We're going to get to that in a minute. But, yeah. <clears throat> What's up, family? Robert E. Pyle, DeWitt, and here we are. What's up, family? Isis Group and Test, Lou Dog. Uh, uh, What's up, family? How are y'all doing? Uh, Seagan, uh, Wandering the Ruins. Peas, what's up, family? Doobie Doo, right? Doobie Doo, what's up, family? Uh, who else we got here? I know I saw, I know I saw Tipsy and The Rock. What's up, family? How are y'all doing? Uh, Brandon the Great, MG, um, and that's as far as it'll let me go up. All right, what's up, family? No, but yeah, work until fucking, worked late the last two fucking days. Worked till fucking 7.30 last night. Worked till damn near 5 tonight. Uh, what's up, Andrew Norwar? I hope I said that right. Rowdy, what's up, brother? Oh, yes. I'm glad I saw you. I want to respond to something you said in the thing. What's up, White Shadow? What's up, brother? Yes. <laughs> Hell, uh, fellow Islamo Duganist. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, we were working on a fucking building, a beautiful building, uh, way back in the day. And uh the electrical system has been like updated in patchwork. And we went in and um well, they've been having problems with the lights. They always have problems with these fucking lights in this certain part of it. And they had this old, uh, I'd never actually seen anything like it. It was like an old lighting control system that had these big fucking, uh, gosh, I don't know. They were like big fucking circuit boards with lighting controls. It was dimmers and they had like their own breaker on them and this big fucking cabinet. Uh, I'm assuming it's, you know, it's kind of like the shit you would have in like a concert hall or something like that. Insane big fucking cabinet. So we get to tearing into this thing. We pull all the shit out of it. We get it all disconnected. We're trying to get this thing off the fucking wall. And this son of a bitch will not fucking move. We unbolt it from the floor and we can't get this motherfucker to move. Uh, I'm a pretty stout fucking dude. And, uh, you know, I'm shoulder fucking it, trying to get it to just break loose. We're thinking, hey, it's been here. Guy said it had been put in like 96. So we're thinking, fuck, it's been here this long, man. It's just set in. You know what I mean? We figured the bolts, you know, we didn't know what the fuck was going on. But this fucking thing wouldn't move. Uh, And finally, we fucking get in there behind it. And like this, the whole wall and where we're at, we're way up in this building, too. It's like way up in, like this building's very big and old. And we're way up in this thing in like a mechanical room. And in this mechanical room, they have all of, like, instead of, 
like sheetrocking or something to that nature. They just put fucking spray foam. I mean, everywhere. The walls, the ceiling, everything is spray foam. So, like, all of the electrical equipment is built on strut, right? It's, it's built on a rack. So it's, like, not in the fucking uh, spray foam, and you can work on it. Well, this cabinet was not. This, this, this fucking lighting control system was not on strut. Whenever they had put it in, I guess there was no um, spray foam. And they had spray foamed around this thing. So the spray foam had fucking, like, glued this fucking cabinet to the wall. So we tear this whole son of a bitch apart. I mean, we tear this whole motherfucking lighting cabinet apart. The sides off of it, all the controllers out. We've got fucking shit everywhere on this thing. and cannot get this motherfucker to move. And so finally, <clears throat> we get around there with this fucking scraper, and I start hitting that fucking wall with this fucking scraper. And I look at my, my fucking boss, or the guy, he's my boss. I look at him, and I'm like, that's what's going on, dude. I'm like, they have spray foamed this motherfucker to the wall. And I ain't shitting you. There was probably four fucking inches of spray foam. You know, there's four inches of metal of this cabinet in the fucking spray foam. And then it was like, you know, there's a little layer between that and the wall. So we had to fucking pry this son of a bitch off of the wall. It took us probably two and a half hours to get this fucking thing off the wall. Uh, and then it's just like, because it had been updated and changed and fixtures had been changed and different uh, combinations of fixtures and, you know, all this different shit. And they had switched them. They had changed the way they switched them. And they had dimmed some. And, like, they had done all of this shit over the past hundred fucking years of this place being in operation. And and so to do what we were doing, we were we had that, that lighting controller that I was just talking about, that big fucking cabinet that we couldn't get off. That thing had burned up. It was old. It was not working right. It was fucking uh, dimming some lights when they weren't supposed to. Like we were reading some, uh, we were testing some of the, uh, the white, you know, the switch legs and, and the lighting. And uh, we would turn the switch on and test it, and it would be like fucking 70 volts. <laughs> no, but they wouldn't, it should have been like, you know what I mean? Full voltage. You should have had your full 120 volts there. It wasn't supposed to be dimmed, right? But these control drivers just weren't sending the right voltage to the fixture. So everything was fucked up. So that's what we were replacing. But in order to do that, <clears throat> we had to go through and individually heat each one of these lights up so we could write down where they were. You know, we had to write down, we had to draw out sections you know what i mean and identify lights and sections and write it all down and okay and then identify that wire with the number books and like do all of this shit so it just took so fucking long man it took so fucking long but uh, we got it done right we put a new lighting panel in there we got them run down to actual switches with uh dimming on them and all that so they had to do it just to add a switch panel so before that thing went to like this weird like touch screen and it was like the fucking first touch screen system ever <laughs> you know this thing fucking sucked it was like the first touch screen system ever one second guys sorry uh yeah it was like the first ever fucking touch screen system and it sucked dick and uh it was um you know glitching out even the even the touch screen system was glitching out it would like fucking turn off and when it come back on it would have a password and this fuck this company had never put a password on the touch lighting system and 
we fucking dicked around with it forever. <laughs> it was just at a reset, uh, like a default password of zero zero zero, or like four zeros. I don't know, you know, zero 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 zero. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we just eliminated all that shit, and it's been a huge undertaking. So, and, and the situation, the reason we had to work late is because like when you tear into this shit, you have to find a way to get their lights back on. Like you know, last night we temped them on, right? We made sure they had temporary power to their lights, so they would have uh lighting and whatnot you know what i mean for the day for the next day until we got back because they got shit business to do and shit in there right uh and you know today we was having to shut down the shit in sections and then get that back on and shut down this section and get that wired up and get that back on like it's just one of those things man uh but yeah i love that kind of shit right that's the kind of electrical work i like to do i like uh service retrofitting work stuff like that that's the good you know uh Big jobs are a blast. They're fun. I'm a fucking wizard at running conduit. I love running conduit. I just do, uh, at this point in my career, when I get to run conduit, I try to do, like, cool shit with it. <laughs> you know, I get all fucking creative. I turn into a fucking redneck artist <laughs> trying to draw pictures and shit. <laughs> I'm making swastikas in the air, <laughs> coming out of boxes four times for no reason. Just so I can bend in fucking four different directions. <laughs> no, but I do. I love uh I love running fucking conduit, man. Um But like I've always said, man, uh when the time comes and that time will come, uh once I get my uh contractor's license, it's coming up here in a couple years. Um, I'm going to I I have no desire to own a company that does these big jobs. I just want to own a service truck. With just a few guys working for me, you know what I mean? If that, it may just be me and, and my boy or me and another guy. I really, uh, I mean, my son is going to work with me this summer. And any summer he's not doing something better. But I really, I mean, I'm going to have him get his apprentice card and probably work for, you know, three or four summers. So he'll have the hour to, um, the hours to get his journeyman license. And I'll probably try to get him to go ahead and get that, if, you know what I mean? Uh just so I'll have it, but I don't want him to really be an electrician, you know what I mean, he's a smart-ass kid, he's way fucking smarter than I ever was, uh, way better, like, just in school, he does all kinds of, he's always doing shit at school, you know, he plays ball, he's in FCCLA, he's always doing shit at school, uh, so he's gonna go on to college and do great shit, you know what I mean, uh, but I always want him to have that to fall back on, right, because, uh, if he gets it done at a young age, he'll make Great money. Yeah, one second, guys. One second. I have to do this now. I mean, I'm still going to be here, but I got to do this. I have to do this now because I figured out that every time I take a fucking drink, the shit, flip, the shit falls. So now, now I got to turn the camera off when I take a drink. Because, uh, you know, Jews and shit. Trying to expose niggas. There we go. We're back. All right. So let's get on with it. Uh, yeah, I had to. Uh, so on here, when I take a drink, this fucking um, thing, this little mask will glitch out and show my face and shit. Yeah, absolutely, Robert E. Pyle. Uh, my son is an athlete and a very sharp dude, and he will go to college, but he won't. See, this is what people, I've talked about this before. Um, college. I support, I support our guys being tradesmen. 
because especially if you're active because that's a way you can make good money for yourself and you don't have to worry about uh politics so much right like like i said before uh they call my job they wouldn't give a fuck blah, 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 blah. but college when you go for something that's actually a- applicable uh you know engineers um you know doctors lawyers uh things like that right things that you can actually go into a field that's thriving college is great and my son's smart enough to do that right for me i was never going to be a lawyer right i was never going to be a doctor i was never going to be any of those things right so for me i was a rough kid though you know what i mean i was an extremely rough wild kid so that just because none of that stuff ever really really was interesting to me my son is uh He's a he's an athlete and he's like an active kid, but he's not fucking crazy like I was, right? He's a lot more smarter, a lot more controlled, and you know shit like that. So he is going to go on and do great things. Uh, so college will be great for him. College wouldn't have been anything. College would have been nothing but a party for me, All right? That that would have been the only thing I did at college was fucking party. You know what I mean? Uh, and yeah, probably yeah. College wouldn't have done me any good. I would have ended up in debt <coughs> and a fucking drunkard. Uh, what's up? So what? Um, oh, uh, vinegar. Thank you very much. I didn't see that. He's okay, groomer. What the fuck? <laughs> That's what vinegar said on with his one library coin. He had one library coin and he wasted it on that. Vic, uh, vinegar. <laughs> uh, shit. Anyhow, here we go. We'll get on into it. So I hope you guys, I'm sure you guys heard. uh, They refused to convict the, what, three or four, was it four guys? I'm looking right here, four guys. They refused to convict the four guys that were entrapped by the FBI. Thank God. Uh, They refused to convict the the guys in the the Whitmer case. Let's see what we got here. In a huge defeat for the U.S. Justice Department, a jury today acquitted two men accused of conspiring to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer in the fall of 2020 and deadlocked on a verdict for two other defendants. The verdicts were announced at the Gerald R. Ford Federal Building in Grand Rapids after more than four days of deliberations. Jurors heard 13 days of testimony in a case that the government considered one of its biggest domestic terrorism investigations ever. (laughs) One of their biggest domestic terrorism investigations ever. And they fucking botched it. Huh? It was, I mean. (laughs) I can't remember the exact numbers. But I'm pretty sure it was like 11 fucking federal agents and like, I guess four, I thought it was three normal guys, but it's like four normal guys. Well, <laughs> there's three normal guys and then this weird sand niggerish looking guy up here. I don't know what's up with Osama. <laughs> I don't know why these, these nice white men got Osama over there with them, but, uh, yeah. So Daniel Harris and Brandon Cas Caserta. That must be the guy that who looks like Obama. With that, uh, looks like Obama. <laughs> it looks like Obama. I meant to say, uh, uh, Bin Laden. I've been saying Obama. I've been. I meant to say fucking Bin Laden. <laughs> What's the difference, right? What's the fucking difference? Yeah, uh, this Bin Laden looking fucker up here. That must be uh, Caserta. 
of Michigan were found not guilty of conspiring to unlawfully seize, confine, kidnap, abduct, and carry away and hold for ransom and reward or otherwise the governor of the state of Michigan. Uh, yeah, okay. God damn, that's a long fucking, that's one charge. We're found not guilty of conspiring to unlawfully seize, confine, kidnap, abduct, and carry away, and hold for ransom and reward or otherwise. The governor of the state of Michigan. Jurors could not reach a unanimous decision for Adam Fox, the alleged ringleader, or Barry Croft Jr., resulting in a mistrial. Harris was also found not guilty on charges of conspiring to use a weapon of mass <laughs> Holy shit, what? They thought these motherfuckers had, they, they accused these niggers of having nukes? They thought these guys had weapons of mass destruction? <laughs> what the fuck? What? Harris, which one is Harris? Can we get like, uh, does it say here? It doesn't tell, I can't tell which one is Harris. I don't know, but it says Harris was also found not guilty of charges of conspiring, on charges, excuse me, of conspiring to use a weapon of mass destruction for allegedly attempting to build an explosive device to use in the abduction scheme and other firearms charges. So what, are they accusing this nigger of fucking building a nuke? Was he building a fucking suitcase bomb? The fuck is a weapon? Of, a pipe bomb isn't a weapon of mass destruction. Huh? Most of these fucking faggots that make pipe bombs are lucky to put out somebody's eye. <laughs> right? Fucking pipe bomb. These fucking any niggas running around with dry ice fucking bombs and fucking sparkler bombs. Thinking they're doing damage with something, right? That's not a fucking weapon of mass destruction. Huh? That's a fucking child's toy. Huh? We used to fucking put dry ice in fucking pop bottles and throw it into fucking garbage cans. Uh, in my apartment building. Yeah, I mean, it's not a fucking weapon of mass destruction. In my apartment, it's not my in my apartment building. <laughs> you guys know what I mean. Running around as uh, as you know, ten, twelve year olds. We would fucking put dry ice in fucking two-liter bottles and fucking put it with water in it and throw them into those big fucking dumpsters for the apartments, and it would fucking boo! It was one of the loudest things I've ever heard in my life, coming like inside that big-ass trash can. Jurors this morning notified that the chief U.S. District Court Judge Robert Jonker, Jonker that they had reached a verdict on several charges but were deadlocked on others. Jonker urged a jury of six men and six women to continue deliberating under a soft Allen charge. Holy shit, they tried to make them take an Allen charge? Isn't that the thing that those satanic murderers, the West Memphis Three, took? Wasn't that what they did? Uh, So the Allen charge, the way I understand it, is where you basically say, uh, I plead guilty, but I didn't do it kind of a deal. Like they, from what I understand, an Allen charge. I'll read on here in a minute, but I can't remember. But I think this is the same thing that those satanic murderers in um, uh, West Memphis, Arkansas, took. They took what was called an Allen plea, which means you're going to be released from prison after you plead guilty, right? Uh, Black Dookie from the grave. Thank you very much, Beefy. Uh, let's see what an Allen plea is. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. 
which instructs jurors to keep pushing for a unanimous verdict. Oh, okay. What is an Allen charge, and what is the... Let's see here. Let me make sure I'm not lying. And if not, I want to find out what that other thing was. Uh. Okay, yeah, this is the thing. What was that fucking thing the West Memphis uh, 3 got? Uh, sure. Plea deal. Okay. Let's do this. Plea deal. That got West. I forget what this thing was called. Alfred plea, not Allen plea. It's an Alfred plea. There we go. Uh, so an Alfred plea. Uh, yeah, the the satanic murderers, Damian Eccles, Jason Baldwin, and Jesse Miss Kelly Jr., known as the West Memphis Three, took a bargain known as an Alfred plea, not Allen, my bad, in which they could continue to claim their innocence but plead guilty in exchange for an 18-year sentence and credit for time served. So, yeah, that's what it was. Uh, an Alfred plea, excuse me, not an Allen charge. My bad. But yeah, uh, uh, by the way, those guys were abs- absolutely guilty. They absolutely did it. Um, Damien Eccles is highly satanic. Uh, the way he was able to get all of that fucking money behind him and uh, basically get them free with all this fucking uh, publicity and stuff is because he was in contact with um, Johnny Depp. They both have the same, uh, I believe it's, say, uh, I think it's a Thelema tattoo. But they both have the same tattoo in roughly the same place. Uh, Johnny Depp, like, worships Damien Eccles. Uh, he's, like, his spiritual fucking guru. And there are some uh, documentaries you can find out there. Uh, they're actually on YouTube. Um, I'll see if I can remember. If somebody reminds me in Telegram, I'll remember to post them on my Telegram. And it walks through, and there's a guy who's done, like, uh, his own investigations and shit. He's, like, a private investigator. <clears throat> and there's a couple other people. Uh, people who lived there during the time, and they talk about what actually happened and the uh, evidence that was left out of that documentary and all that shit. And it shows, like, yeah, they actually probably did do it. W- along with one of the parents. Yeah, so 100%. Uh, and here you are. You should know a little bit about that. You're uh, closer to my age and from, well, at least that state, right? In that In that region, anyway. So, yeah, if you've ever heard of that story, man, and most people, because of the HBO documentary, think those little faggots were innocent, but no, fuck no, they weren't. They were absolutely guilty. They're little satanic fucking weirdos, and uh, they should have stayed, they should they should still be in prison for what they did to those little kids. Uh, but anyway, uh, where are we at? Oh, yeah, the weapons of mass destruction. Okay, here we go. A roster of FBI agents and experts took the stand during the three-week trial, which temporarily delayed due to one participant's COVID diagnosis. Diagnosis, excuse me. Dan Chappelle, the lead informant and government star witness known as Big Dan. <laughs> hey, look here. If if the fucking guy running the show in your fucking groups goes by Big Dan... <laughs> Fucking question who you're hanging out with, dude, huh? Question who the fuck you're hanging out with. 
Uh, Black Pill did a great up. Black Pill does amazing work, man. And if you haven't read his book, Day of the Rope, it's fucking awesome, dude. I haven't read it. If you haven't listened to <laughs> I listened to it. I actually bought it on Audible. Uh, it used to be on Audible when it first came out. It's really fucking good. Really good. Uh, anyhow. Big Dan explained how he brought the makeshift group of alleged militia members together after he was hired by the FBI in March 2020. Chappelle created encrypted chat groups and organized excursions for field training and surveillance of Whitmer's cottage. Holy shit. Holy shit. How the fuck? Like, dude. Unpopular opinion incoming, guys. I'm sorry. Here comes an unpopular opinion that people probably aren't going to like. But, dude, if you're fucking retarded enough to go with a guy who says, hey, let's go do recon on this governor's fucking house. If you're that fucking stupid, I mean, come on, dude. What the fuck? Jeez, man. What's up, White Shadow? Uh, The White Shadow says, Satanic panic happens. 25 years later, the world's complete and total shit with Satan. Yes, dude. That's what I've said before. Hold on one second. I've said this before. The Satanic panic was real, justified, and if anything, under... uh, understated. Right, it wasn't. There wasn't enough attention brought to it, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. Red fucking alert, dude. Yeah, what kind of fucking retards? Like, oh hey, hey, bro. Uh, we're gonna go do some breaching drills in the woods this weekend, but next weekend's the big move. Next weekend, we're gonna stop. We're gonna fucking stake out the governor's mansion. <laughs> man, <clears throat> like a man. If you're dumb enough to go do that, do I really feel bad for you getting jammed up? Do I? I mean, I feel bad that you were that dumb, and I hate that you were you you, you allowed yourself to be hornswoggled in that way. But like, geez, Louise, dude, who the fuck does that? That's like I talk. I don't want to get too far into this, but just let's just say this one time. I talked to a guy who does who did some stuff like this, and he sent me videos of what he called a warrior camp that he had went to. And I think I actually talked about this right after it happened on the show. In this, he was talking about just all kinds of weird shit, and they were like practice knife fighting with a guy shooting like these like rubber ball arrow things at them, and only only trying to hit the enemy and not hit the his fucking com- comrade or it was just weird shit man and like i told that dude like what the fuck are you doing when are you ever going to be knife fighting with a guy firing a bow and arrow why are you doing like you are going to get arrested this is the shit that gets you van bro you're fucking retarded stop and like who the fuck does that like if dude <laughs> i have been I've hung out with plenty. I went on camping trips and stuff with plenty of nationalists, and nothing like this has ever been brought up. Nobody's ever been like, hey, man, we're going to go practice, uh, <laughs> I don't know, fucking assault 
tactics in the woods. You know what I mean? No, you weird motherfucker. We're not. We're going to sit here and camp and, and drink and shoot the shit and tell jokes. That's what we're going to do because we're normal fucking people. You fucking weird son of a bitch. We'll stake out the fucking governor's mansion. Get the fuck out of town. Fucking asshole. <laughs> For his work over six over a six month period, Chappelle, a truck driver for the U.S. Postal Service, a su- subcontractor, was compensated at least. Holy shit! They recruited this guy from a fucking. He was a courier, so you you know you can be a courier and you can subcontract for like the post office or you know some other like Amazon, FedEx. You can be what that's called a courier. So he was a courier, and they recruited this guy from their courier from the U.S. Postal Service courier a subcontractor and turned him into a fucking agent holy shit was compensated at least $60,000 by the FBI in cash and gifts such as a new laptop tires and a smartwatch <laughs> oh my god uh, you know set people up for fucking new tires and a smartwatch huh? holy shit but defense attorneys angrily condemn the FBI's sting operation. When I look at what happened in this case, I'm ashamed of the behavior of the leading law enforcement agency in the United States. John Blanchard, Croft's public defender, said during his closing arguments. Christopher Gibbons, Fox's public defender, called the government's conduct unacceptable in America. This is not how it works. They don't make terrorists so we can arrest them. Yes! No! That's where you're wrong, kid! <laughs> that's where you're wrong, kid. That's precisely what the fuck America does, is create fucking domestic terrorists so they can arrest them. These fucking faggots with their fucking dildo parties and fucking fucking each other's wives and their weird homosexual, homoerotic fantasies that these FBI agents have. Fuck these people. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's really not much else to this, man. That's about it. Yeah, so fucking, yeah. I mean, I'm glad that those guys got off. Let's be honest here. I don't, I don't wish those guys any harm, right? I just think it's just, it just seems really fucking far-fetched for me, man. Like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not like a genius, dude, right? I'm not like a genius fucking smart guy. I'm not, you know what I mean? But like, I know better than that. You know what I mean? Holy shit, dude. I know better than fucking that. I know better than go fucking stake out a governor's mansion with a bunch of fucking dudes I met on the internet. Huh? I wouldn't do that shit with the kids, I, with my fucking brothers that I grew up with, right? My buddies that I, the kids I grew up with, like, you know what I mean? I wouldn't even go do that with them. If my actual fucking brother called me and asked me to go stake out a fucking governor's mansion, I would tell him to eat a dick. And, and why, like, is he on meth? Are you, like, are you on meth? What do you mean? <laughs> Have you been smoking dope? What the fuck are you talking about? What a fucking governor's mansion. The fuck? Exactly, do it. Yeah, who the fuck does? I mean, like, that's my thing. Like, I don't want to sound crass or, you know what I mean, or, or harsh toward these guys. I'm glad they're, they're, they've gotten away with what they got going on and everything. Before, or gotten away, but you know what I mean? Gotten off on this shit. But God dang, man. The fuck? I mean, seriously, I ain't no fuck. you know what I mean? I'm not an easily shaken guy. I ain't no scary motherfucker, dude. But some shit is just retarded. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Some shit's just fucking retarded. You know what I mean? Uh, I, and I'm a pretty retarded guy, right? Like, I'm the kind of retarded guy that would go on one of these, like, uh, I'd go smash up an Antifa bookshop or something. <laughs> yeah, I'd go do some shit, stupid shit like that. But fucking stalk a governor's mansion? You're fucking retarded, dude. You're fucking retarded. Not a fucking chance in hell. Not a fucking chance in hell. Uh. Oh, yeah. You guys heard this? You guys heard about this, huh? Let's just this come across the fucking... Here, let's just play this. Look at that disgusting nigger. Oh, you guys can't even hear. It. Have you guys seen this? Not in okay. this context. So I'm not believe- in okay. this. I have just seen this guy. Uh, so you if you guys, provide- if you guys have already seen this, you have to forgive me. Uh, can you- hey, did you see that? That was pretty fucking cool. Wasn't it? <laughs> uh, can you? She looked like a monkey. Hey, didn't she? You know how the monkey? <laughs> they scratched their head. <laughs> Uh, can you provide Holy a definition shit. for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I can't. You can't? N- not in okay. this context. So I'm not a biologist. Of- yeah. So uh, this is your new Supreme Court justice, guys. This disgusting negress. They can't even tell the difference between a man and a woman. God bless America, huh? <laughs> Aren't you so proud to be an American, chat? Huh? Aren't you so fucking proud? This is another fucking, this is another quiver, or another arrow in the quiver to just fire at faggots when they say stupid shit about how great, uh, you know, this fucking country is now. Like, any time... You, you talk to a, a fucking conservator. This this is the arrow I want you to fire deep into their heart. Ask them. So you're proud to be an American, huh? Think this is a cool place, huh? You happy? Are you winning, son? <laughs> right? Isn't that the fucking? Isn't that the uh, the meme? Are you winning, kid? Or whatever it is. Ask them. You like it here? Are you happy? Why? And then fire this disgusting fucking ape. Right into their fucking gullet. Just fucking fire this monkey, this this monkey arrow right down their fucking throat. Like, are you proud that this fucking ape is now on your Supreme Court? Huh? What are you so fucking proud of, you boomer fucking retard? Ah. <sighs> So let's see what this fucking uh, article says. The Senate made history. Oh, God, this is history, guys. Oh, God. Guys. Why, of course. Why are we being so crass and and uh, mean, right? This is history, guys. It's fucking history. It's fucking history. It's history, guys. Huh? 
fucking hell, dude. The Senate made history on Thursday by confirming Judge Kentaji <laughs> Ketanji Brown Jackson to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court Justice Kentaji Brown Jackson for the United States of America Supreme Court. Officially making her the first Supreme Court Justice who is incapable of defining who or what a woman is. <laughs> Despite being unable to define what a woman is, Jackson was picked by Biden explicitly because she is a black woman. Biden made a corrupt backroom deal four days before the South Carolina primary election with South Carolina Rep Representative ja James Clyburn to secure his endorsement in exchange for nominating a black woman to the Supreme Court. Perhaps someone on the Supreme Court could explain to me how this is legal. Regardless, Jackson got the support of three Republicans, Senator Mitt Romney, Lisa Murkowski, and Susan fucking Collins. Perhaps the funniest moment of her hearing was when Senator Tom Cotton accused her of being a Nazi <laughs> Sometimes the simulation uh, just hits too hard. I know I've said it before, but it's just sometimes, man, uh, I really think that the, 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 the grand architect of this simulation is fucking with me personally, right? I think he's like, I am going to write this code, this string of ones and zeros is for Fashcroft just to fuck with him. And I'm going to have just the most disgusting baboonish negress voted into into Supreme Court of America. Uh, can uh, can you? I want to make her fucking scratch her head again. How did I do that? Provide a definition. Uh, can that's your fucking new Supreme Court justice, guys. That's your fucking new Supreme Court justice. Oh fucking dude, yeah. IQ. Here's my thing. You know, this is something I've been wanting to talk. I'm glad you said that, White Wall, because here's my thing with IQ. As if these fucking people, like, the fact that they get it, I think, like, the fact that, like, niggers get, like, 85s and shit on IQ tests, I think that's a pure stroke of luck, right? I don't think they even understand what the fuck they're doing. I think they're just filling in bubbles. They're, like, drawing pictures and shit. Like trying to spell words and shit with the with the bubbles as they go down, and they just by stroke of luck get like eighty five. These people are fucking retarded. I don't believe they have an eighty five IQ. I don't. I think that is just pure fucking serendipitous that they get fucking uh you know these you know between sixty and eighty scores, and I think that's also why it's so fucking random, right? Because it just depends on yeah. The answer is C. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's how it happens, like, uh, depending on the test, like, most niggers answer C or B, depending on whether or not they're a crip or a blood, <laughs> all the answers are C or B, <laughs> oh, fuck, and that's just, like, a default uh, score of, like, 70, <laughs> holy shit, man, it's just a fucking default score they get, that's all it is, that's all the fuck it is. Yeah, you know, hell, I'm sure they get. I'm sure they give a nigger probably fucking 
uh, you know, they probably give a nigger fucking 20, 30, 40 points for getting, just for signing his fucking name on the damn thing. Remember back in elementary school? I mean, maybe this is because I was from a really shitty uh, part of town, but I remember when I was in elementary school, they would give you, like, that was a part of your grade is putting the heading on your paper. You'd have to put your name, uh, date, class, all that shit up in the top right-hand corner, and that was part of your grade on your paper, right? They would take off, like, 10% because, I mean, I don't know if they did that everywhere. I'm just assuming they did it in my area because I was surrounded by a bunch of fucking niggers and Mexicans and, like, mong, right, and shit. So they had to, like, beat that into their head. Like, yes, you have to identify yourself and what class you're in and what day it is on your fucking paper, retard. So they had to, like, write that into the fucking grade. (laughs) Uh, Guys, we're about to go to break. Uh, We got some pretty good shit to watch at the break. I think I've played it before, but it was a long time ago. I don't know. You guys have to let me know if you've seen it before. Uh, I'm starting to... uh, I'm going to have to fucking hire somebody to make me some fucking content. I don't have time. I need to make my own. I, I need to start making some videos. I've done a few. Uh, Beefy is the one who needs to be making his fucking videos. I don't know if you guys seen that fucking jewel he made that I played for the beginning. He made a cl- a song from clips from my uh show on Monday, the Glock Dookie show, and it was fucking badass. So, uh, yeah, I need to get fucking... Uh, Beefy and Finkelstein together, huh? Fucking, if I was if I was a wealthy man, I would pay them to do stuff for me. Uh, oh, you did, Rowdy. Oh yes, Rowdy. Uh, that's what I wanted to say. I'm glad we this all come full circle. So at the beginning of the show, you saw that intro and you said, "What the fuck is this?" That was uh, an amazing little ditty put together by our boy Beefy, and that was from Monday's show where we talked about. Uh, what niggers mean when they say savage life and uh, Glock Dookie and bro you'll just have to go you'll just have to go uh, watch Monday's show bro it was wild Uh, Finkelstein what song the one from the beginning of the show if that's the one you want I can send it to you Uh, but yeah where are we at here? Six minutes. Yeah, it was not. It was really nice, dude. It was fucking amazing. I've probably listened. To, I've I played it for all the guys at work. Uh, yeah, it's fucking amazing, dude. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, niggas are fucked up. What's up, Mel? How you doing, sis? Is Chihuahua in here too? Uh, what's up, Phil? I didn't see that. I didn't see you uh, get in here, Mel. Uh, all right. Oh shit, Fink's in here too. What's up, Fink? Did I say what's up to you already? I don't know. I'm fucking flying off bang energy drinks. I'm spun out, guys. So Piper, what's up, Pipe? Did I already say what's up to you? What's up, sis? Yeah, I'm flying off bang energy drinks. Uh spun out. I don't know what's going on. But I do know that after uh Hey, I made dinner Tuesday night. I made club uh club sandwiches. Chicken, honey ham, bacon. It's fucking delicious. Uh pepper jack and cheddar cheese. It was fucking yeah, man. Lettuce. Uh, right now I'm drinking Star Blast, but I have to say, I think my fucking favorite is, uh, Radical Skedaddle, dude. That's the one I drink the most time. What's your three pictures of on your table? 
on my digital table if I had it my way, what would my three pictures be? Oh, man, that's hard to say. Probably a picture of me and my family, uh, Ted Kaczynski, and uh, Herman Goring. Maybe Goebbels. Probably Goebbels. I'll take that back. Goebbels. Yeah. Probably be, yeah, that's probably what my pictures would be. Yeah. My family, Ted Kaczynski, and Joseph Goebbels. I love Goebbels, man. Uh, dude, I one day. I don't see. I don't know Happowoffen. I really don't know. Here's my thing with that. I think uh, if you look at the world the way that we do, if you've already if you've already made it to my show, <laughs> if you made it this far down into Wignattery, <laughs> um, just read any of them because you know. Right from wrong, right? You know that, like, when they're talking, like, if there's, like, some weird shit in there, you're like, okay, this is probably some Jew shit that's not true, right? Uh, but I don't really know uh, a lot about... It seems to me that, like, the Ford translation would be a good one because Henry Ford was also an anti-Semite, but I don't know. I've heard Stalag is a good one, but then other people say... You know, it just really depends. It's one of those things, like, it depends on who you ask. Everybody has a different... Uh, you know, uh, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you the version I got, the version I've heard is the one that's on the White Alexandria's library. All right. Could you go there and listen to that one? There's an audio book of it. That's that's my suggestion. Uh, it's it's way easier for me to take it in that way because I work and shit. You know what I mean? And uh, I can listen to it at work over and over and over again. But yeah. Uh, so I don't really know my best answer, but I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, so what? Uh, really, really smart guy, really slick. Uh, not slick in a in a bad way, but like the way he thought. Uh, I like the way he thought. Um, I'm going to find this. I really, really want to find this. I just stumbled upon it one day. I think it was actually shared in a Telegram channel, and I want to find this again. But there was a uh, uh, not an essay, but like a little, a little ditty. I don't know what else to say. There was a little excerpt, right, from this thing he had wrote, and he was talking about Jewish uh, cinema, right? How Jews make movies, and how when someone in, you know, like a, a German filmmaker would make a movie, and it would be inspirational and beautiful, and it would be like this emotional journey. And when a Jew made a movie, it was always uh, filled with these visceral disgusts and uh, like raunch. You know what I mean? And their humor was never really funny. It was always raunch humor and, and offensive humor. Never really, you know what I mean? And just the way he broke it down was fucking beautiful. And yeah, man, Goebbels, if I had, I have, <clears throat> I have mixed emotions because I really like Otto Skorzeny, Skorzeny, but then we all know what happened with that and blah, 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 blah. But, I mean, he was just a fucking stone-cold bad motherfucker. I have Herman Goring's uh, Reichsmarschall flag, which is the most beautiful flag, in my opinion, uh, from the Third Reich. Uh, you should all go look it up. Go look up Herman Goring's Reichsmarschall flag, commissioned in 1939. Uh, it's an amazing flag. But as far as, like, actual men, uh, other than, obviously, you know, Hitler, I... Actually, I don't know. Maybe even a little more so than Hitler. I really like Goebbels. Anyhow, I'm rambling now. 
Uh, someone asked my thoughts on Patton. I love uh, Patton. From what I know about him, right? Um, I, I, I'm not like a scholar on General Patton. From what I understand, he was a double tough son of a bitch who didn't want to take Germany but wanted to push on into Russia and take down the Soviet Union. Uh, and he had some pretty strong feelings about the old Ruskies. Let's just say that. And like I've said before, people are like, what do you think about that? Well, I think General Patton had direct contact with Russians. I never have. He would be, he would be more qualified to speak on the character and characteristics of the Russians than I would. And uh, we all know what he said. So that's, that's my two cents on that. Uh, any other questions before we go to break? I don't think so. All right. Uh, yep. Uh, yep, yep, yep. All right, guys, we're going to go to break real quick, and we will be right back. On the other side of the break, we're going to talk about something that's really, really fucking disturbing, really fucked up. I actually found it. Uh, because of the guys from Learned Elders of Zyklon. They were saying a certain phraseology, and I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? Like, this isn't something they just made up. They, they've got this from somewhere. So I went and looked it up, and oh my God, I about vomited. I could not believe what was going on. And it's like, it's not like, it's, this is no small thing, right? That's the craziest part about it. What we're talking about in, in the second half it's no small thing. It's going to seem like this fringe. Maybe you guys have heard of it. I And maybe I am just the fucking Luddite who's out of the circle or out of the loop on this. I have never heard of this before for an episode of Learned Elders of Zyklon. Uh, but we're going to go to break real quick, guys, and we'll see you all in a minute. Hello. Last week, we ended our discussion of the rising tide of anti-Jewish feeling around the world with the optimistic thought that this may be the beginning of the end for the tribe that has caused so much misery and destruction for others. Some listeners have told me that I was being far too optimistic. They reminded me that the Jews don't really have to worry about the fact that many Europeans hate them. Every synagogue in France could be burned to the ground, and it wouldn't do much to shake Jewish power, which lies in the Jews' control of the U.S. government, which in turn depends on the Jews' control of the mass media of news and entertainment in America. The Jews always have been hated by every people among whom they have lived, and they haven't let that worry them much or cause them to change their behavior. In fact, there have been times when Jewish leaders welcomed the hatred directed against Jews by Gentiles because this hatred hindered assimilation and generated a stronger Jewish hatred of the Gentiles, along with a stronger Jewish feeling of solidarity. So, what is it about this new wave of anti-Jewish feeling that makes me think it really can lead to the end of Jewish domination of our society? First, I am not predicting anything specific. I just have a feeling, an intuition, based on several things that are happening now. Back in the 1960s and 1970s, 
when the Jews were really trashing American society, turning everything upside down and rearranging it to suit themselves, I was mostly an observer, first from the university campus where I was teaching, and later from Washington, D.C., where I finally began to write and to speak out. For the most part, I just watched from the sidelines while the Jews organized huge pro-black so-called civil rights demonstrations and equally huge pro-Viet Cong so-called peace demonstrations. I could see some very bad trends, some very dangerous and destructive trends being established. But of course, neither I nor anyone else could be certain where these trends would take us. Most of my colleagues at the university believed that we were merely going through a temporary social disruption and that things would settle down later. They weren't willing to do anything or to take a stand. In fact, in my own case, it wasn't until 1975 that I began writing my first novel, The Turner Diaries, in which I extrapolated the trends that I had been observing for well over a decade and predicted that they would lead to a long-term degenerative change in American society, and that this degenerative change was a deliberate consequence, calculated by those promoting the trends. Now, other thinking Americans cannot evade the same conclusion that I reached in the 1970s. They can see what the Jewish push for uncontrolled immigration from the third world has done to America. They know who it was that pushed through the big change in our immigration laws back in 1965. They can see what the Jewish promotion of feminism has done to the white birth rate in America. And they can understand that together these two things, non-white immigration and the lowered white birth rate, will lead very soon to the extinction of our race and the end of the civilization that our ancestors spent thousands of years building for us. They can experience every day the insanity of the multiculturalism endlessly promoted by the Jews through every medium under their control, from Hollywood to Madison Avenue, and forcefully imposed on us by our government. And they can see what it is doing to our young people. They can see the growing confusion and alienation and demoralization. They can smell the stench of the non-stop Jewish propaganda of equality and democracy and non-resistance and racial death being spewed onto us by the Jewish media during every hour of every day. Now, all of these things I've just mentioned have been with us for a while. They've been pushed and promoted and built up during the past 40 years. And for most of that time, they have not resulted in any great degree of resolve among thinking Americans to put up any resistance to what the Jews are doing. And in fact, for most of that time, I kept hearing the same excuses for inaction. You can't blame all of the Jews for what a few Jews are doing. Or, there are Gentiles every bit as bad as the Jews, so don't try to blame it all on the Jews. And, of course, there are Gentiles every bit as bad as the Jews. Worse, in fact, because on top of all their other crimes, they are traitors. They are collaborators. And in my eyes, there is no worse crime than collaboration with the Jews against our people. 
I'm pleased to note that the Palestinians, at least, know how to deal with collaborators. And I can only hope that when the day of justice arrives in America, those Gentiles who have collaborated with the Jews will get their dose of justice first. When there is dissent expressed in the United States against policies of the Israeli government, um, uh, people here are called anti-Semitic. Uh, what is your response to that as an Israeli Jew? Well, it's a trick we always use it. When from Europe somebody is criticizing Israel, then we bring up the Holocaust. When in this country people are criticizing Israel, then there are anti-Semitic. back what's up mr white tuber uh let me uh i got the thing open i think if you want to jump in there bro if not if you're just chilling i know you might have had a hard day you might have just got off work so no worries if you don't want to <clears throat> if you want to the thing should be open i don't know what that gay ass background is up there but uh yeah it's open if you want to jump on bro you're welcome always 
Uh, let me get this fucking thing out. Yeah, uh, hope y'all enjoyed the break. That was motherfucking, uh, Fashine, Accelerate, great fucking band. Their entire album, the only, Reclaim is the only one I've heard, so, um, that's the only one I own that album. <clears throat> uh, you can order it from Tinnitus Records. Uh, they give you a bunch of badass stickers. I got their stickers all on my toolbox and shit. Um, okay, Tuber, yeah. Um, I should still be on. And uh, if you feel up to it, yeah, please do jump on, brother. You're always welcome. The thing will be open. I'll just leave it open. Uh, but, brother, if you're tired, I get that. I wish you would have heard the story of my fucking week. Uh, or last night. I shouldn't say my week. My last two days uh, at the beginning of the show was brutal. Uh, I hate the Antichrist. What's up, bro? Uh, he says, have I ever heard of Taros Vera? I have not. No, I have not. Um, you can get with me on Telegram and send me some of their shit, though. It sounds kind of uh, EDM-ish. Uh, I love EDM. Piper shared a fire-ass EDM song with me today. Uh, I'm probably going to use it in something. Because uh, I am going to start. I might do that this weekend. I'm going to sit down. <clears throat> you know, I started making clips of the show. I made two or three of them. And then I just got busy and lazy, you know, uh, to be honest. Um, but I really am going to get back into the video editing and making videos because I'm running out. <laughs> I've used all the shit. And now I'm starting, I'm digging through shit. Like, man, have I, have I used this? Have I used it? Because, you know, I download a bunch of shit as I see it. But I think... Uh, I think I've gotten to a point where I've used almost all of it. So, yeah. I'm going to have to start using my own shit. But, but big shout out. I wish those guys wouldn't have stopped making stuff, man. They were so good, dude. Meme Lab. Meme Lab 88. They were so fucking good, dude. All their shit was fire. I have used probably at least 80% of their shit. You know what I mean? And, and some clip or intro or some way, thing like that. You know what I mean? Uh, I always leave their credits and everything in there because they do great work, and I really wish they would come back. They just kind of disappeared about a year ago. Uh, oh, it's NS Metal? Okay, right on. Hell yeah. I will definitely check them out. Matter of fact, go ahead and get them pulled up there. Stop. Okay. That way I don't forget because I'll totally fucking forget. Uh, but yeah, anyhow. So like I said, guys, we're going to talk about some extremely disturbing shit. Uh, now, now we are going to talk about some very, very disturbing shit um, that I had never heard of. And we're also going to talk about how no one can figure out who the fuck is behind it. So when I heard about this, I was like, okay, so what fucking Jew did this? What fucking disgusting kike did this shit? Uh, it's called Sissy Fucking Hypno. And the reason I said I heard about it from... Les, not like Les was talking about this in any positive way or anything. They were fucking making fun of it, and they called it. They had one of their shows called Right Wing Sissy Hypno or some shit like that. And I was like, eh, what is that? That's not uh, a thing that they just made up, right? So what is this other part of it? And I looked it up, and I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this, but this is the most demonic shit I think I've heard, at least from this. Uh, this sector of the world, right, from the porn sector of the world, 
So sissy porn is the gender movement's dirty secret. Have you heard of this shit? Have you heard of this shit? Here's a, a thing. Uh, this is a Pornhub survey. Popularity of transgender searches from 2010 to 2017. Look at that fucking spike there at the end. Look at that. So, uh, I'm assuming this is going to be uh, index average transgender searches one so... I don't know what these I don't know if these are in the thousands of millions, but it says one, one point two, one point four. Uh so in April of two thousand and ten, it's here right around the one point two era. And it even drops down in twenty thirteen and twenty fourteen. But then all of a sudden, right when the when the when the culture wars started, we get this huge fucking spike. And now look at it. In twenty seventeen it just goes off the fucking charts. Off the fucking chart in 2017. So, uh, okay, that just, um, that's just like a disclaimer. Fuck that. Uh, in recent years, trans pornography has soared in popularity. According to Pornhub's metadata, both trans and transgender porn searches have more than quadrupled in the three years between 2014 and 2017. And by 2018, trans was ranked the fifth highest search term of the year during this same period a subset of transgender pornography emerged and increased in popularity and prevalence sissy hypno a shortening of sissification hypnosis is a term for pornography targeted at men that can be found online excuse me in three main forms pornographic videos audio files and cap and captioned images the pornography typically involves women, or I'm sorry, men wearing lingerie and engaged in forced feminization, eroticizing the illusion of being made to become women through dress, makeup, and sexual submissiveness, and fetishizing the humiliation that, it, that this brings. Though sissy hypno as a term seems to have only gained popularity recently, increasingly Increasing significantly since 2016, according to Google search data, there are already several websites dedicated to the genre, including sissytube.net, sissy.tube, and hypnotube.com. In May, Duke University's Transgender Studies Quarterly published an academic article titled Sissy Remix, the Trans Porno Remix and Constructing the Trans Subject by Astrid Gilbert, a Ph.D. student in Women's Gender and Sexuality Studies at the University of Kansas. A male who identifies as a woman, Astrid's student profile describes his dissertation as centered on online pornography and fan communities, specifically fans who created their own pornography through remixing and re-editing available material found online, and states that he's presented research on trans and micro-pornography at the National Women's Studies Association. Uh, so, um, uh, here we go. Uh, in the article, Asher defines sissification as feminization as forms of gender play in which the subject takes on the dress of the opposite gender and explains that sissy is also acclaimed by trans women as an identity. <clears throat> Asher then goes on to describe how sissy hypno videos, especially those made by women who identify as trans, instruct men to transform into women. Though the pornography industry term is girl is often used instead. Mantras are repeated, often a variation of 
you are the girl commanding the viewer to imagine themselves as female. So these fucking porn videos flash these images at people and these sound bites like, you're a girl, you want to be a sissy. Or like they flash this shit in the porn. Uh, Aster used a specific video example, citing one in particular referred, referred to as Video 2, which opens with the woman repeating, You're not really a man. You've always been a girl, haven't you? Then, you've been a woman longer than you've ever known. And, you're a woman right now. Just by listening to me right now, you have already become a woman. The speaker then directs the viewer to shave his legs, paint his fingernails, and to feminize himself. Aster concludes that it is possible to convince, or to, I'm sorry, to conceive of this video as drawing out a suppressed identification, encouraging transition, as well as acknowledging the already present reality of womanhood. They are literally MK altering people into being fucking trannies. This is MK ultra shit. That's exactly what this is. This is fucking visual programming. They are fucking brain frying people into being fucking trannies. Uh, I mean, that just, it, it, it makes sense, right? You remember a while back, uh, there was that, that uh, I think it wasn't actually a woman who, uh, she was like a college professor who wrote a paper about what she called rapid onset gender dysphoria and how all of this was coming on uh, here recently. Like there was this explosion and gender dysphoria, and she was uh, attributing it to peer pressure, right? And, and you know, it, trendiness, right? This was the new trend. This is how you become cool. This is how you get attention. Uh, you know what I mean? And, and that's, she was calling it rapid onset gender dysphoria, right? But you can't help but think that this right here played a huge part in that. These fucking, these fucking little coomers, going and fucking beating off to all these bizarre porn sites, right? And then as they're beating off, they're getting fucking abused by some weird troon telling them they've always been a woman and all of this weird shit. This is fucked up, dude. Whoever is responsible for this should be executed. These people should be put to, put to fucking death. This is the most demonic shit I've ever heard out of this specific industry, right? Of course, there are other demonic, like obviously, like sacrificial shit to children, things like that. Like thing, like the Dutro affair and shit like that was far more uh, evil in its actions. This is probably more evil in its consequence. I don't know. It's hard to draw a line when you when you get to things like this, right? When you get into shit like this, it's so hard to delineate what is the worst. But this is one of the most demonic things i've ever fucking heard of uh more guys sub stack reached peak trans saturation uh let me grab that real quick piper and i'll go to that in a second uh so um let me see here where was that other one i had another one boom Okay, oh yeah, this is the forum. I want to all get to that in a minute. There was a, was that just in this article? Okay, here, let's go on and get, get back. Uh, let's find this, where, where are we at? 
Okay, let's see what this is. In his book, Females, trans-identifying male writer Andrew Andrea, Andrea Long Chu writes, Sissy porn's central conceit is that women, the women it depicts are in fact former men who have been feminized or sissified by being forced to wear makeup, lingerie, and perform acts of sexual submission. Captions further instruct viewers to understand that the very act of looking at sissy porn itself constitutes an act of sexual degradation, with the implication that, whether they like it or not, viewers will be inevitably transformed into females themselves. Captions, I'm going to read that again. Captions further instruct the viewers to understand that the very act of looking at sissy porn itself constitutes an act, of sed- uh, an act of sexual degradation with the implication that, whether they like it or not, viewers will inevitably be transformed into females themselves. This makes sissy porn a kind of metapornography, that is, porn about what happens to you when you watch porn. At the center of sis- sissy porn lies the asshole, a kind of universal vagina, which femaleness can always be assessed. Getting fucked makes you female, because fucked is what a female is. This is a man. This is some weird, disturbed, fucked up man talking about how fucked is what a female is. <clears throat> the fundamental assertion is that sissification pornography is that being a woman is inherently degrading, that men are who, blah, 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 blah. Uh, oh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> Listen to this. Uh, in these scenarios, uh, forced feminization of forced feminization. Okay, in these scenarios of forced feminization, the penis is referred to as the clitty, and the anus as a pussy. The prostate orgasms are referred to as sissygasms. Often, men who produce this content, as well as those who use it, implement a device called a chastity cage. I'm not getting into all that shit. Uh. There was a fucking, one of these things I was reading about this fucked up shit had a really good link, and I thought I'd save that link. But, uh, yeah, so moving on, as I was looking into this shit, I was trying to find who the fuck was behind this. Because what this is, is literally fucking tranny programming. They are doing fucking, like, uh, I don't know what else to call it, man. Straight up, like, MK Ultra programming to people to turn them into fucking trannies. They flash fucking uh, images of fucking she-males uh, with, like, the words across the screen, you are a woman, you are a sissy. Uh, and, like, dude, it's literally causing people to become fucking trannies. So check this out. This is something, when I was trying to find out who was behind this, yeah, I don't know Appalachia, and nobody does. That's the craziest thing about this. This shit pops up everywhere. It's fucking everywhere. And the main, uh, God damn this fucking cord. The main um, producer, promoter, where you find this the most is from a place called, uh, let me find the name of it again, Mind Geek. MindGeek is the number one promoter of sissy pornography or sissy hypno. And it is the owner of uh, Pornhub, RedTube, YouPorn, as well as adult film companies, Brazzers, Digital Playground, Men.com, 
Reality Kings, Sean Kobe, and WhyNotBuy.com. Uh, real quick, Reality Kings was related uh, somehow to Sublime Directory, which was related to the guy, uh, Kimbo Slice, used to be their um, bodyguard. Just a little fun fact. But yeah, uh, owned by one definite Jew, David Mamorstein, one sus Jew, Ferris Antoon, who was born in Syria, and they say he's of Middle Eastern. He's born in Damascus, Syria, and they say he's Middle Eastern, but... Mm. Mm. But, uh, yeah, and Bern, Bergmayer, uh, they say he's Austrian and British, but, uh, I don't know. Yeah, the funny thing about this is, here, here's, here's how you really know who's behind this porno company, this uh, mind geek. Uh, Ferris Antoon has a hyperlink. Uh, Bern Bergmayer has a hyperlink. The Jew David Memorstein, not so much. Not so much. Not so much a hyperlink for the fucking kike. They don't want you knowing what all he's got going on. Uh, so that's the best you can find. Uh, but it still doesn't tell you like who started Sissy Hypno. Uh, when you like type it in, like who started Sissy Hypno, who made the first Sissy Hypno, it just like takes, it just gives you like a bunch of links to weird shit and it, you don't get anywhere. The best I could find was that Mind Geek was like the, the top places you, the, the Mind Geek sites were like the top places you find this shit. And, uh, and those are the people who own it. And they also own all, like, this Mayan Geek owns all of these porn sites. This one, this one company owned by these two Jews, for sure. Because uh, there's no way you're going to tell me this Ferris Antoon character isn't a Jew just because he was born in fucking Syria. Fuck off. He looks Jewish as shit. Uh, but yeah, so when we come over here, um, here's a, 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 this is no fap. <laughs> this is because when I like when I typed in uh, who made like who made Sissy Hypno like this this thing came up who is behind Sissy Hypno stuff and what is their actual goal and I'm not the only guy who's trying to figure out who the fuck is doing this evil shit uh, so I've seen already tons of this crap on tube sites most of them more or less elaborate exhibiting a touch of uh, pro graphic design each features dozens of hundreds of high quality porn scenes. With music and background animations matching the beat, some even voiced by women. Some of them actually translated into other languages, other looking like an organized propaganda rather than pathetic amateurs or some weird fetish community. And inevitably, a question arises. Who's paying for this and what are they trying to achieve? On one superficial glance, I speculated some blah, 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 blah. Um, but, uh... Yeah, it goes on to talk about the prevalence of this stuff, and there's, there's a couple of them who said they've looked into it, but they just they don't know. Uh, yeah, see, it, says, it does seem to be a really big problem here for all the guys that are here trying to get out of their head. It must be still more trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, all of these people talk about how it just popped up out of nowhere, and nobody knows where the fuck it came from. This is an interesting issue. I agree who the hell is promoting and producing this stuff. It's not just one guy with a fetish. This crap is popping up all over. I never got into it, but it seems like the next level of extreme porn. Someone going from straight by to trans, sissy, hypno, etc. This is not by accident. There's something behind this stuff being produced on that level. 
I don't know what any agenda, but I mean, this is just a blog, right? These are just people talking, but these are also people who have looked into this weird fucking shit and uh, can't find out who who started it, right? You can find out that MindGeek is like the number one, what's the word, purveyor, promoter of this shit, but you can't really find out who actually made it. All right, that's just, it's hard to fucking, it's hard to say, man, other than obviously a Jew. Uh, yeah, this guy says, like, this is like some clockwork horn shit, yeah. <clears throat> Holy shit, listen to this. This is, uh, trust me, I am not a survivor. I am the lone, I am the last one standing in that war against sissy porn. I won, but it's not easy. Don't go down there. People get depressed, lose their jobs and relationships because of that shit. Deep inside, they want to stop, but think they can't. Even trying to help some of them sucks me back, and that's dangerous. Helping someone without being strong enough to stay away and stay strong would make me fall as well. Most of you don't know, but maybe that shit was really popular on Tumblr, and Tumblr deleted 99% of their not-safe-for-work stuff. So, yeah, people are, like, getting ad fucking addicted to this weird shit, man. Uh, uh, yeah, here's another one. Be careful, man. Please don't look this stuff up uh, directly like that again. It's meant to work on a subconscious level. Uh, yeah. Very, 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 very fucking weird shit, man. Uh, literally fucking psychological programming people into becoming trannies. Uh, I mean, I really don't care to read much more about that. You know what I mean? But I didn't know if any of y'all had ever heard of that, man. Uh, they even have sissy pills. Guys take pills. Sissy hypno-vitamins. This is what these fucking people do, man. They take these fucking disturbing fucking vitamins to feminize themselves because they've been addicted to this fucking weird fucking pornography that, that programs them into being trannies. Uh, this is some of the most disturbing shit. I've... No, it wasn't estrogen. Uh, it said it's a multi... I don't know. Maybe it is. It says it's a multivitamin. I read the thing down there. It says it's a multivitamin that helps sissify you or some weird fucking shit. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, 100%. This is witchcraft, uh, Nolgo. 100%. Everything we just read, all of it was witchcraft. Everything we've been going over these past, what, uh, 20 minutes or so has been fucking witchcraft. So is the main ingredient, says Ophendor. <laughs> uh, shit. Uh,. Sorry, guys, I got the reading something in my shit there. Um, what else did I have to talk about here? Um, uh, what else we got to talk about here? Is this the shit? Yeah, speak, speaking of this tranny shit, speaking of this fucking tranny shit, here we go. This is a good little uh, thing to go into uh, next. Uh, the White House on Thursday said that sex chain surgeries for children are saving lives, or I'm sorry, life-saving, 
and threatened that the Department of Justice will hold states accountable for allegedly violating the Constitution by banning the macabre, the macabre procedures. Oh, shit. Thank you very much. Oh, shit. Well, fuck me. Let me get over here. Uh, Block Dookie from the grave. Thank you very much. Uh, Beefy, I appreciate that, brother. Uh, Piper, thank you very much. She says, don't worry about the substack. That was for The Rock, who was asking, but a good read. Similarly, similarly foul shit that you are covering if you want to link to more. Yeah, I'll, uh, for sure. Uh, and thank you for the other one there. Piper says, people ask why I'm a single woman these days. Men have more skincare products than I do on a regular basis. Terrifying. Yeah, I just had to talk my, uh, buddy. He's one of my really good friends, man. Uh, probably one of my best friends here in these past few years. My boss, the guy that I work with, uh, most of the time. Uh, he had a, a fucking big beard and shit. And, you know, I was telling him like, man, I'm too vain. To have a beard like that, because if I had a beard like that, I would I would have to be putting oils and beard conditioners and shit in there like that, and that's just not who I am. Like I, I'm I'm like, if it wasn't for uh my wife, I would probably shave my fucking head, but she hates it. But that's the kind of guy I am. I'll shave my fucking head and rock and roll. You know what I mean? I'm not I don't have time for all that grooming and shit. That's just weird to me. Like guys that, that fucking do their eyebrows, nigger what? You're getting you're getting your eyebrows trimmed? The fuck? <laughs> Who the fuck does that? I, I guess that's like an Oklahoma thing, right? Like, dude, you get your ass kicked. Getting your fucking eyebrows trimmed, you fag. <laughs> Sorry if you guys get your eyebrows trimmed. Uh, I hate to bang on you like that, but that's just some weird shit. You know what I mean? Get your fucking eyebrows done. Yeah, like, I don't do, you know, like, I I know I've heard of guys, like, going and doing, like, manicure and pedicures and shit. Like, dude, if I need to cut my fucking toenails, I'll do it with toenail clippers at the fucking house. I ain't paying some asshole $100 to cut my fucking nails. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, women, men have gotten very, very, very feminine, and it's bizarre. I don't understand it. A haircut and a shave and some cologne, nigga. That's all you need. You don't need, like, all of this fancy shit. Pedicures and cuticle fucking stuff and eyebrow trimmings and shit like that. Facials. <laughs> fucking grown-ass men walking around with goddamn mud masks on. <laughs> you fucking faggot. Take that silly shit off your face, man, huh? Quit playing with your wife's toys, nigger. <laughs> Quit fucking playing with your girlfriend's toys and fucking go build something, motherfucker. Huh? Go go fucking go go build your wife a rack for all those fucking face products you're playing with, huh? <laughs> oh fuck, man. Uh I thought I just thought Yeah, Lady Mjolnir, what's up, man? I haven't seen you in a long time. Uh Cleaning up strays is one thing. Uh, I mean, yeah, but I'm not going to lie. Here's what this reminds me of. Like, so, niggers are real bad about this. Niggers will, like, cut their, like, edge-ups and shit around their fucking head, like, all squared off and boxy and (laughs) crazy and shit, and everything's, like, really sharp lines, 
and even on their beard, it's like sharp lines and like weird. Like I don't know, man. I'm just not into that stuff, man. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I guess I'm just a fucking caveman. I don't know. Like that's just not me. Uh, you know, I've got like the little beard around my shit there. Uh, I keep it off my neck so I'm not a fucking neck beard. Uh, keep it off my lips so it's not going into my fucking mouth. Other than that, dude, you know what I mean? That's about it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's probably, exactly, Piper, bro. Imagine walking into a men's bathroom and seeing 10 times more skincare products than you have. Yeah, I mean, what kind of guy <laughs> putting lotions and shit on? Like, I don't know if, like, you guys can really, like, see my fucking hands, but my shit's, like, beat up. Like, if I put lotion onto my skin, it would just fucking soak in. <laughs> my shit's all fucking. I got calluses uh, from working and from spinning fire. Like, I have calluses on the side of my hands that will never go away uh, on my thumb and inside of my finger from holding Technora cords when I spun fire back in the day. Like, my hands are all fucking beat up. Like, I couldn't imagine putting on lotions and oils and shit every morning. I would feel like a total faggot. I would, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I just would. It's just not me. Some good cologne and and fucking soap is about all I need. It's about all I need. Uh, what do we got here? Let's see what this fucking stupid bitch here has to say. Oh, I don't know what this fucking cunt has. Let's see what this. To your questions uh, across the country, as we've talked about a bit in here, Republican elected officials are engaging in a disturbing, cynical trend of attacking vulnerable transgender kids for purely partisan political reasons. Today in Alabama, instead of focusing on critical kitchen table issues like the economy, COVID, or addressing the country's mental health crisis, Republican lawmakers are currently debating legislation that, among many things, would target trans use with tactics that threatens to put pediatricians in prison if they provide medically necessary life-saving health care for the kids they serve. Just like the extreme government overreach we've seen in Texas, where politicians have sent state officials into the homes of loving parents to investigate them for abuse just to harass and intimidate the LGBTQI plus community, today's vote in Alabama will only serve to harm kids. But Alabama's lawmakers and other legislators who are contemplating these discriminatory bills have been put on notice by the Department of Justice and the Department of Health and Human Services that laws and policies preventing care that healthcare professionals recommend for transgender minors may violate the Constitution and federal law. To be clear, there's no every fucking major such thing as a fucking transgender minor. Transgender kids fucking is a bitch. Practice and potentially life-saving. All of this begs an important question: What are these policies actually trying to solve for? LGBTQ. Uh, somebody says is Pisaki a Jew? Uh, I don't fucking care. You know what? Never mind. Let's just let that one go, man. Uh, for the sake of the channel and not getting van. Two I plus people can't let's be just, erased or let's forced just say back she, into any closet. She deserves worse than a Jew if she's not. She deserves worse than a fucking Jew if she's not. Could be in prison simply for helping them and loving them. Uh, President Biden has committed in both words and actions to fight for all Americans and will not hesitate to hold these states accountable. Uh, last, I remember the old meme. Of state-enforced homosexuality. The Jew said hold its Manischewitz. The Jew said hold my fucking Manischewitz, goy. 
Because now you've got state-enforced fucking tranny shit. Now you have state-enforced chemical castration of your motherfucking children. Hold the Manischewitz, boy. Jesus fucking Christ, man. They, they one-up Sam Hyde. Was it Sam Hyde that, that talked about state-enforced homosexuality? They one-up that. They hit the fucking, they, they just all gas, no brakes, straight past state-enforced. They, you know what? They, they, the state-enforced homosexuality was for the niggers in Botswana. We're going to force niggers and Muslims to have butt sex. We're going to force you, white boy, to have tranny mutants. That's what you get. State-enforced tranny fucking mutants. State-enforced homosexuality, that was for niggers, Mexicans, Arabs. That was for the Browns. You, we're going to destroy your entire fucking civilization and gene pool with this disgusting fucking demonic mutation. For you, white man, you get state-enforced trannies. Fucking disgusting, man. Republican Republican elected officials are engaging in a disturbing cyclical trend of attacking vulnerable transgender kids for purely partisan political reasons, the press secretary said. Today in Alabama, this is the same thing we just fucking heard. That's the same fucking shit we just heard. Let's see what this dickless fag... Oh, oh, yeah. The Honorable Javier Bacura, whatever the fuck this spick faggot is. Oh, is this another one of our great judges? Is this another one of our great American judges? Javier, the Honorable Javier Becerra? So for the record, you favor HHS's funding being able for, to, for sex reassignment, for surgeries on minors. I will do everything I can to defend any American, including children, whether or not they... Of course you are, you fucking disgusting spick, because you don't give a fuck. You want to actively destroy this country. Of course, I will do anything I can to actively destroy and erode the culture and civilization that I have invaded with my disgusting ideology and my disgusting genetic fucking mess. They fit the categories you have mentioned or not, and if they talk about gender-affirming care, I am there to protect the rights of any American. How fucking gross, you dickless faggot. Oh, and then the penguin. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Levine. The penguin Levine. Let's hear what this fucking Jim has to say. And this little boy was great. He said puberty was awful. My body changed from... Look at that disgusting thing. Look at that. Look at that disgusting fucking mutant. That is legit the penguin. That's Danny DeVito. That's Danny DeVito in drag up there. And that is your fucking, what is the health, health minister? Whatever the fuck this thing is. What I wanted, I grew hair and tentacles. <laughs> and I went, Johnny, you grew tentacles. You mean testicles. And he went, oh, yeah, yeah, testicles. I said, so what if you're a transgender teenager, right? So what if, you remember puberty? Wasn't that fun? Wasn't, wasn't, that, wasn't that a lot of fun? Um, so what if you're going through the wrong puberty? What if you're a transgender young woman, meaning male to female, and, and now you're getting, 
you know, your voice is dropping, you're getting bigger, you're getting hair everywhere, and you're growing those tentacles, you know? Um, and, and what if you're a transgender young man and now you have breast development in periods? It can be terrifying. And there's a lot of mental health issues during that time. The, previous the fucking mental health... Uh, before these new guidelines came about. I can't. Were, I just, I cannot. I cannot fucking do it. Yes, it's over. Cranky Cracker, America is fucking done. It is fucking over. 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 Baboon, female baboon, Supreme Court justices. Weird fucking comic book supervillain trannies as your fucking health minister or whatever the f secretary of health or navy admiral or whatever they've accolades they've given this fucking beast. Dickless, dickless fucking Mexicans. Uh, you know, somehow wormed their way into their into our fucking Congress, and now they're fucking backing this shit. Just from the top to the bottom, it's rotten to the core. Yes, White Shadow. Yes, it's all got to fucking burn. It's all got to fucking go. You know, I I hate to fucking even say that, but like, there's, dude, there is no fucking saving it. Like I've said before. There's no one in there's no one even close to the levers of power who even wants to do the things necessary to fix this shit. They don't even have the fucking they don't have the stones to do it. There's nobody. And even if there was, these fucking Jews wouldn't allow them in the office. They would never make it. They would arrest them, they'd kill them, they would just rig the shit so they couldn't get elected. It's just it's not going to happen. There's no voting your way out of this. There's no fucking politician coming to save you. This ain't gonna fucking happen. There's no, there's no, there's no avenue for it. All right? There's no avenue for it. The, the Jews have gotten in there and they have locked down this system of checks and balances that this, this fucking country was built on. You know what I mean? The levers of power and all this shit. They have fully manipulated them into, into an impenetrable force, right? They have made this impenetrable wall throughout the levers of power. And now there's no way to break that. There's no way to get in there. There's no way. Even if fucking, even if a Hitler figure rose up tomorrow, there's no way he could get voted in there. There's no way he could make his way to the top. And even if he did become president, they would hamstring every fucking thing he did because the president can't do shit without fucking all these weird votes and, and shit. You know what I mean? It would take a complete upending of this pig American system. That's the only way through this. That's the only way through this. In the last 10 minutes, guys, I'm going to, uh, I'm pretty much out of content. Uh, <laughs> that's all I had. That's all I had for the night. Uh, so any questions, comments, anything like that, I'll keep an eye on the chat. Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. I just don't even know, dude. DeWitt says that's why I think they will keep the power on. Uh, what do you mean, brother? Yeah, uh, our Texas says our governor's driving a busload of invaders. Yeah, and, and fucking Oklahoma isn't any fucking better, our Texas. Kevin Stitt, that fucking faggot, has released so many goddamn felons into this fucking uh, state. It's unbelievable. There's just a crime wave washing over Oklahoma. More police attacks, more home invasions, more murders. 
because all these fucking nigger criminals have been let out. Republican Governor Stitt. Oh, yeah, fucking real fucking conservative there, letting a bunch of criminal niggers flood into the street and ruin your fucking state. Yeah, I'll get it up tonight, Bubba. I'll try, I'll try to get it up tonight. If not tonight, definitely tomorrow, uh, Beefy. I'll get this episode up tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, that's your fucking Republican Oklahoma, your rock-ribbed Republican from Oklahoma. Letting a bunch of criminal fucking nigger gangbanger drug dealers roam, you know, flood back out into fucking Oklahoma City, Tulsa, and Lawton. Their fucking murder and crime rates are through the fucking roof. Cops being attacked. They let, hey, there was this one nigger come out a while back. I think it was in Oklahoma City. This fucking cop, it might have even been in Tulsa. Cop walks up on him. He's in a fucking breezeway. And this nigger looks at that cop and goes, oh, you're a rookie. And pulls a fucking gun, gun on him and walks that cop down. Thankfully, the cop was quick enough to get his gun out at one point and shoot him. But he walked that fucking cop down because these niggers aren't scared of police. They're fucking animals. Exactly. White shadow voting will not remove them from power. And that's what a lot of people missed with that uh, meme. Uh, and, and maybe it had a dual meaning, but that's always the way I took it too. You know, you always see that voting will not remove them. And it was always like a, a loosely referenced to like niggers or, or non-whites, right? Of some sort, uh, tearing shit up. But that's the true meaning of it right there. That's the true essence of that uh, meme, White Shadow. Voting will not remove them from power. Right? They've taken that power away. They've taken the power of the vote to, re- to, to displace their power. They've taken that away. They've taken that away. And, and, and here's the deal. Even if, even if that did have any real power, they pass shit without you voting on it all the time. Hey, who voted on fucking desegregation? Huh? Who voted on the Heart Cellar Act? We didn't vote on that shit. They passed it. They just did it. Because that's what they do. Right? Vote don't mean shit. If you do vote one way, they'll just strike it down. And pass another law. In the dark of night. That you can't do shit about. Fuck this pig American system, dude. Thank you all very, very much for being here, guys. I am, uh, I'm out of things. Uh, well, hold on. I'll wait a minute. I'll wait and see if anybody's got anything to say. Uh, but other than that, man, we're about to get out of here. Uh, fuck yeah, they were required. They fucking marched our kids down the fucking street with bayonets in their back. Huh? Fucking, they weren't, not only were they required, they were fucking forced. Hail to you, White, Sh- uh, White Shadow. Thanks for being here, brother. But yeah, guys, I think that's going to be it, man. Thank you very much to Piper, Beefy, Vinegar, and Brandon for for the donos. I really appreciate that, guys. And thank you all very, very much for being here, man. It's been been a blast. Sorry I didn't have a lot of of material for tonight. Uh, Monday we'll have a good... We'll have have a good subject to go over Monday. Um, I've just been busy working like a motherfucker, working late and shit, and haven't really had time to... uh, get shit together but i think we did all right man i think we had fun anyway right we had fun hanging out anyway so thank you all very very much for being here family and as always do take care of yourselves and take care of one another one people one struggle god bless y'all family fuck you fuck you fuck you you're cool and fuck you i'm out Ooh. Mm-hmm.
They'll come loud and they'll come fast. We shoot first and we can last. Keep your rifle by your side. Singing, oh Lord, this earth was made for us. Singing, oh Lord, this simple life just ain't enough. So we'll take a stand, cause we must protect our land. Keep your rifle by your side. They'll come day and they'll come night. Have our children in their sights But if they don't have faith Their eyes are blind 